Williams, do you hear me? Mm-hmm. With Unico Williams. That's right. It's your boy coming at you on a Tuesday. Because it's a good day of the week. That's a nice day of the week. You know, you get through Monday real quick. You handle that. You handle your business on Monday. And then, you know, now you you in the thick of things. You know, warmed up to people. You hanging out with people. But, but you know, we're out here. We're out here today. And I'm not coming at you on a Thursday, which is my favorite day of the week. Why? Because I was born on a Thursday, 1147 a.m. Woo! So happy to be amongst you all. Um, from future listeners, for current listeners, but... You know, for now, you know, you look good today. You look very good. So good, in fact, that I had to do a show for you today. So, um, you know, before we get started, you know, we just want to, I just want to say that, uh, <laughs> I just want to say that sobriety is, is a disease and it's, it can, it's, it's a disease and, and, and it has to be fought with natural things like, um, being happy about someone liking and subscribing to the channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you do that. Like when somebody shares your channel, when some, it just feels so good. It just feels so good. It just feels so good. It, it, it feels great. It feels amazing. It makes you feel on cloud nine. <sighs> but I'm, I, you know, I, I, I digress. It's, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. It's such a, it's such a good feeling. And I'm telling you, sobriety is, it is, it is a disease that needs to be treated. And, um, we need to treat that with holistic things, such as showing love and doing the best that we can, and and apologizing when you when you do wrong, when 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 you just ain't in your mind. That's but that's all right. Shame that comes with that comes with things. Shame happens. You can be ashamed. You can do things that you definitely wouldn't do typically. You say things that you that you definitely wouldn't say typically, but you just gotta try and apologize and do a little bit better each day. But let's start our let's start the show off today. We are talking about Emmett Till. Now, grand now you know they just found that woman in Kentucky that had now if you know the story uh, Emmett Till, he was uh, accused of, of of reckless eyeballing a a, a light-skinned woman or if we want to be the, if we want to go there today, a a white woman in Mississippi back in the day. He was just visiting from Chicago. That's all. No more, no less. He was visiting from Chicago, visiting his family. That's where most people in the South come from. When you go up there and make Chicago, you make Indianapolis, you make all these places, come usually come from the South. He's coming down there to visit, and this woman uh, uh, accused him of reckless eyeballing him or something, something that would make a whole bunch of adult, light-skinned white men Come and up, up, abduct him in front of his cousin, and 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 they would take him off into the night. And they says, "This the is this the little black boy?" I'm sure very, very, very colorful language was used instead. But he said, "This little black boy here was he the one that was reckless eyeballing you?" And then she said she tried to protect him. That's what she says, and I'll tell you why I know that she said that. But at any rate, she says that he is a uh, that. What do I want to say here? She said she tried to stop it from happening. Either way it goes, they took young Emmett Till from Chicago, Illinois, out somewhere, do very bad things to him, beat him down, do what they do. And he's found in a river with a heavy fan attached to him. And I said, we've all seen the, the, the pictures. And we also know that his mother elected to have an open casket um, a funeral procession for that particular reason. She wanted to open the eyes of people. Now, mind you, this happened in the 1950s, something like that. 
So, you know, this grand jury in Mississippi, you know I love me some home. It's grand jury in Mississippi declined to indict this light-skinned woman after they found her in Kentucky, allegedly, um, whose ac accusations set off events for young Emmett Till early, um, nearly 70 years ago, despite shocking details in her own memoir that she wrote. She wrote it. She, she, she wrote that she lied about the wreck. Story's really actually pretty deep. They actually found a warrant for her arrest, and it was never served to her. And then, after the trial, the men would the men that did this to Emmett Till they would actually go on to admit to the crime in 1956. But they were not retried. But they went they went in the magazine like, yeah, we we I'm, I imagine that they say a lot of things like this in 1956, and they're 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 pretty cool about it, saying it. Uh, when, when, when did let me let me see here. Uh, what day did Emmett Till? That's two M's. Yeah, there we go, there we go, there we go. I got it, I got it, I got it. 1951 year, Drew, Mississippi, y'all. Drew, Mississippi. And in 1956, these men went, went to a magazine and admitted to killing this young black man. And, you know, his family comes out now. He's got a, he's got a cousin, that, that, that last person that saw him in 1955 as he was being abducted by this, this, this angry mob here, if you will. Uh, uh, keep in mind, let's keep an uh, angry mob somewhere in here just, just, to, just, just so you can, you'll get me when I get there, okay? You got to rock with me like a, like, a, like a reverend. Speaking of which, so his cousin's a reverend, and he was like, you know what? We're very disappointed, but... This isn't unexpected. There's been there's been a lot of systemically like damn systemically. The system is not put together to do things right when it comes to the like justice and all that stuff for black people. Getting jobs, doing things like that you have to walk on extra eggshells in order to live any type of quality of life. You have to walk on eggshells. You sometimes you have to go out there and you just got to talk like this. And then there's other times where it's just nothing you can do. You just black. You don't get a chance. I, I'll never forget. I went. I went. I went and uh, try to get a job, man. I went. I went and try to get a job at one point. I was in between jobs, and um, I had to actually let her know that I was a capable brother. I was like, "Here's my resume. I have management on all through my resume. Can you take a look?" She said, "Can you come? Can you be here on Monday at 8? But she she super duper like dismissed me as if I was just like just some person that you can just dismiss because. I'm not just some person that you can just dismiss. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe those are my own kind of demons. Maybe those things are that I deal with. But I'm just not somebody that you can just dismiss because I am very skilled and I can help you, period. So that's how I feel about stuff like that. And so at any rate, it's, it's, there's a system that's in place, and it's not for, it's not for people that look like us. Like, like they say, when they wrote the Constitution. Now, mind you, mind you, my grandparents were a lot. I talk to my grandparents often. They were here for this. They were here for this. They saw this injustice, and I'm not understanding. Been on some real stuff. I'd be pissed off, man. We was, we was mad about, uh, uh, I apologize, what that man named me, uh, George Floyd. We was very upset about that. Very. Very upset about that. And I'm like, this happened to Emmett Till, and yes, people march for that, and then we get into the civil rights era. We get, I, I understand. We did people, black people that look like me did what they could, and they had allies that look like the accuser. Uh, what, what her name is? Carolyn Bryant Donham. 
<sighs> man, I hate that that happened to somebody that looks like me, man. Because, you know, they got the show out, and, you know, sometimes, you know, they portray him out to be like this funny kid, outgoing, all that type of stuff. That could be me. That could easily, no, no, no justice for me whatsoever. Me brightening, me brightening up the lives of people most times. Now, I done told you, man, some, that, that sobriety is a, is, a, is a disease, and sometimes you got to get rid of it. After all the great and good deeds that I've done, yes, in, the spite, of, in spite of me doing some bad things in my life, none of that matters in this, in this point, and nobody cares. Why would, this, why would this grand jury in Mississippi decline to indict this person? Uh, yeah, she's, she's 80. But you still gotta pay what you owe. That's all I'm saying. Like you gotta take accountability. Like on some real stuff, I just want this. Like, can we at least put this on your record that you lied on that boy? Cause see, that happens to a lot of people that um that 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 deal with that other R word. You know, there's there's people in this world that 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 lie after making bad decisions and they say that they got the R word. And I'm not I'm not talking about the. If you're a victim, I'm not talking to you. So don't even jump in this. All right, I'm not talking about that. I don't want to hear it. This ain't about you right now. I'm talking about the dudes that got lied on, and it was proven that they were lied on. So this is not about you. I can't, we, we, we can do episode about that because, you know, I sympathize. I feel really bad that that happened on some real stuff. Shouldn't nobody ever want to be with somebody that bad that they have to take advantage of? I 100% understand it, but nah, nah, nah. I'm talking about when the dudes, when the, when they, when the guy or somebody else, they get, they get, or they get, they get lied on. And, and so you have these cases where people are, have, have to sit in nine, nine and 11 years and stuff. Just for them to come out and say nothing, nothing happened. I lied. There's no accountability whatsoever. This dude, being locked up sucks. It sucks. You should like, you should never want to put anybody in that situation for no reason. Like, it's got to, it should be warranted for them going to going to jail, or you know whatever, what have you. Let the let um, what you call them people. Just let the justice system handle the business. But in this situation here, man, this is this is like I just want her to be held accountable in some form or fashion. Yes, she's lived her life. Are we saying it's a waste of the taxpayer money for her to go through this whole thing? Probably. Probably. But it's just so that she has some kind of accountability. We might even say that's not even enough. That's not even enough. Like we just sat here and watched this Alex Alex Jones stuff. And he's been ordered to pay X amount of dollars to for saying that Sandy that Sandy Hook didn't happen. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. We'll leave we'll leave Alex Jones alone. I'm not I'm not studying him right now. That was stupid. That was the dumbest that was the dumbest shit that you could ever lose millions of dollars for, ever. So we just gonna keep everybody lifted up in prayer in that situation. I wanna keep uh, Emmett Till's family lifted up in prayer because I'm just tr- I'm trying to tell you, child, that ain't right. Y'all just think she, she can just get away with this, huh? Because because sometimes that can make you feel emboldened. Like my next story here. FBI performed a raid on, on former President Donald Trump the other day. And matter of fact, not the other day, but on Monday, uh, in search of classified documents that he may have brought to his beautiful Mar-a-Lago house in Palm Beach, Florida. I, I just. Anyway, they was looking for some documents. They're saying that he mishandled them or he took a whole bunch of confidential shit from. Come on. Do, do you see this? The man been out of office since 2020, and y'all just now worried about some documents from t- that he may have taken on his way out the door. And it's 2022. And it's like, no, nah, it's it's in it's in his mansion in Mar-a-Lago. He got he got he got a whole a whole bunch of boxes full of confidential shit. 
Anyway, Trump went on to release a statement stating my beautiful home in Mar-a-Lago, in, uh, or called Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, occupied by a group by a large group of FBI agents in a statement that he made yesterday. Now, in the midst of all this, he's still expected to announce his run in 2024 for president. I'm not here to... I'm not. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm on anybody's side because that's what y'all did. That's what y'all did to the the page. If you're watching this page right now, you lucky that you're watching it because the way that they try to treat me when when we were just talking about some of the anti-Trump statements when he was talking about black people and 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 people of color, they Facebook didn't like that. But you know, uh, Zuckerberg is a is a robot. He does what he does. I might not have his page no more tomorrow. I don't care. I'm just saying. Things like this happen. Like he 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 skated for two years. He's still thinking that he's gonna um, run for president, let alone become president. And I feel like this FBI raid didn't do anything to hurt Trump. There's the people out there that's like, man, he he's hiding, he's hiding financial stuff. He's hiding, he's doing this, he's doing that. I get that. That makes sense to me. I get that. I get that. But There's a group of people out there that absolutely believe he's done nothing wrong. So now you're saying that our our own government agencies are going after Donald Trump. That can incite a base that's already very strong for him. Because again, we just got done talking about, you know, people in the South feeling entitled that they can get away with anything. You know, you feel so entitled that you may, I don't know, pick a pick a random day in January, maybe the sixth. And, you know, basically try and overturn democracy and everything that it quote unquote stands for. You may just feel entitled to do something like that. Some may call it an insurrection. Some people may be saying taking our country back. Either way it goes, it's insightful. And what this is doing is probably widen the gap in between us coming with any kind of this is man, bro. I'm not. <sighs> There's some very good things in my life for me to 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 be excited for. Very exciting things for me to be excited for coming in the future. But when this dude get back on that campaign trail like this, I'm not sure. I really feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really incendiary. It's going to be super duper um, in a position to basically just, just grow that gap that we continue to keep on having as human beings. It's like it's always this one side versus the other. And we can't never get to each other close enough to at least shake hands and say, I don't agree. Hey, man, I, I, I appreciate your thoughts, but fuck you. You know what I'm saying? We can't even get close enough to do that. Fair enough. It is what it is. But I, I, I'm just not, I'm not, I think the next couple of years is probably going to be probably the craziest years that we have um, in, in regards to society and not even so much society, but just like in America. And don't think that these other countries and stuff aren't watching this either. They're watching what's unfolding in America. Remember, we hot shit. We the best country in America. We the in America. My bad, y'all. We the best country in the entire world. But we can't even look at our neighbor. We can't go another day without maybe doing something. Uh, uh, we, I mean, we just—it's so much going on in America. But I'm gonna go on about my business. So for my next topic, we got Twenty One Savage. Now there was some shooting. Now this is just—you see how I'm right. I'm telling you, my writing game is getting crazy. So. 
moving on. Even us that are, in a sense, the same, part of the same culture, a part of the same group, the same, the same society. So there was a shooting in Atlanta. I believe six people were shot, and it prompted rapper 21 Savage to say, we got to do it, but you got to do better, Atlanta. Okay. I feel you. So this incident, this incident prompted 21 Savage to say that which prompted his fans and non-fans alike to come together to bring up every, every lyric he's ever said in regards to a pistol or shooting somebody. And I just want y'all to just, just go on the internet and look that up, man, because that was, that was pure entertainment in the comments. Honestly, nothing's funnier than the comment section of something, of something that someone that's in a position of power, not position of power, but like it just just notoriety, if you will. There's nothing funnier than their comments. I'm I'm just trying to tell you, man. I assure you, it's good comedy. Because I understand what he's doing. He's he he's okay, let's let's break down 21 Savage real quick. Bro was born in Great Britain. Now, he does have that song called Knife Talk or Knife Attack or thing. Whatever it's called on um yeah, Knife Talk. Yeah, on uh with, with Drake. That's what they do over there in, in Great Britain. You know, they 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 play with that they play with that sword. And over here it's a little bit different. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of shooting people and things like that and whatever, whatever, whatever. That's cool. It's just that he came over here and became a persona, and it, he was like super duper like drug dealer street guy. And then we found out like, nah, you from the you from the UK, so it's a different kind of gangster over there. But I mean, if you want to if you want to rock with us, you can. And apparently, whatever he did, he rocked with us. I never would have knew he was from the UK, but that's just me. So I'm just throwing it out there, man. Go look for what he was saying when he said, "Hey, we got to do better, Atlanta." Um, and, and then you can see every single verse he's ever done. And I think that's just hilarious. And for my last topic, I'm going to get us out of here. I'm going to get on out of here, man. We got to play some Red Dead Redemption uh, tonight on the gaming channel. You already know what time it is. Make sure you like and subscribe. Do all that cool stuff. Um, but you got Unico Williams Gaming. And then we have uh, Unico Williams Gaming on uh, Facebook. So make sure that y'all get into that because we love Red Dead Redemption. And then tonight we are filming Just a Fan on Overall 99 Media. So make sure you like and subscribe to that, man. Listen, all I'm trying to do is I just want my drugs. I'm sober. My drugs are attention, notoriety, fame, and most importantly, feeling the love. So make sure that y'all shoot me up. So for our last, speaking of which, <laughs> for our last topic, we got, oh, Lord, Skeet and Kim done broke up, y'all. Skeet and Kim broke up. I think they called it Pim. Pim? But it's probably not the best, uh, it's probably not the best, uh, what do you call it, um, Hollywood relationship nickname of all time. But So the epitome of opposites attract Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian West. Don't forget the West. Call it quits after nine months, after what seemed like it's been years. It seems like they've been together forever, but it's just like, like, you know how you be seeing a girl at the bar all the time, right? But she ain't never with her dude, but sometimes you see her with her dude, so you're not really sure. And then y'all go like six months without seeing her and dude together, so like you, aren't, you ain't really sure if they really rocking together like that. 
I'm just saying that's what it looked like to me. But this news comes out amongst reports coming out that Pete has been seeking trauma therapy due to his alleged harassment from Kanye West. Now, we know Kanye West is not capable of harassing anybody. We know that. We know that. Kanye West is a good guy, um, but he may have been very upset that, that you know, he's trying to work things out with his girl and his girl, or I'm sorry, his woman, his partner, however y'all want to say it. He's trying to work things out, and he just slides in here. Old, old Pete just slides in here, uh, tell a couple of funny jokes and be a goofy guy and just, and just, and just steal her away. It's just so it's just so sad for Kanye. I feel so sad for Kanye. I can't believe that Kim would do something like that to him. And Pete Pete's been a fan of Kanye, so I don't know why he would ever, you know, do something like that. It, it, you know, Kim Kardashian should be off of limits for him, especially given the fact that we know that you know he he he's a big star on SNL. Not the funniest guy in the world to me, no, not at all. Um, but he got the job. I know some, I know some I know some winos that's around here that's funnier than him, but you know it's okay. But it's been well documented that that um you know he's gone through mental health issues. I personally I understand the mental health issue, and honestly, a lot of these are jokes. I'm just doing my thing, but um you know it's been well documented. I don't know we don't know why they broke up. It may have had something to do with Pete. I mean, I don't think that he's built for that. You know what I'm saying? I think he just want to be a regular dude that happen to do stuff sometimes. You feel me? Like, I don't think he's built for the like to. I just, I just, what if, what is, what do you, what if you do if you actually like really an introvert, right? Because he gives, he's giving introvert, but he just so happen to do stuff. But like, what do you do in a situation where all the cameras is 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 on, the world is watching, and Kim Kardashian says. You want to shower with me, babe? And he's like, I know he thought about it. He was like, do I say something funny? Do I try and make this goofy? Is this awkward for me? Do I want to keep on going through this awkwardness? I don't know. And he chose to be like, do something, quote unquote, funny. Throw a towel up in there and say, okay, and shrug off for doing a goofy little walk off. Man, all the body language there says that was a hella uncomfortable thing. He probably had to deal with uncomfortable shit all the time. And he's probably over it, man. So in the aftermath of this, news of the breakup prompted Kanye to put up a New York newspaper headline-inspired post that mentioned that the comedian was unalive um, now that he is not with Kim Kardashian. So let's let's move on to what is, you know, I got my prayers up for, for um for Pete. Pete done took her and that brood of children over to his grandparents' house to meet him. And 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 this is what happens. It's just, it's just sad. It's just sad. But let's 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 move on to what I may know more about. So in this in this situation, Kanye, what do you do? So you have four kids. You have the four, I have four kids with this woman excuse. You have that. So you can be like, yeah, I got back with my wife. But man, where your pride? Is your pride somewhere in there though? Cause I kind of feel like my pride would be somewhere like I have four kids with this woman and it's highly publicized who she's been with. Yes, it's been highly publicized who I've been with. I get that. But your pride, is your pride in there anywhere? I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. And I'm I'm definitely watching Kanye to see how he handles this with him being a big role model in my life. I am intrigued. I'm intrigued. I want to know how you're going to handle this. Do you just you just choose your family? Because I mean, nobody would fault you for it. 
I think I think this was so short that maybe we'll forget about it. And given you have to give it time. But I'm 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 not I'm not really sure what uh Kanye is going to do or what, you know, what he's thinking right now. He's obviously being petty on the webs on the internet. So he definitely still feels some type of way about the situation. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I guess I guess we just have to keep on praying. Cause we got other people over here. Uh what's that boy name? Uh Deontay. DeAndre, Deontay Murray. Got you recently came from the Spurs over to the Hawks. Talking stuff to that the first round pick. Uh what's his name? Pachow. Pe- I don't know that boy's name. I don't he played for my favorite team, Duke, too, by the way. I I can't think of his name because uh he didn't jump off the screen to me. So um <clears throat> looking for somebody that'll just hop off the page or hop off the screen or who ain't never scared to just hop in that shower look no further than me that's right go to christianmingle.com and look up our swallow mute what we do is our business <laughs> also you already know the deal man we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and mama I'm on Spotify. Overall 99 Media is where you can catch us. Up, catch us. Uh, we got Justin Van. We got Man Cave. We got uh, Blur Report. We got Locker Room Talk. It's a lot of content on that channel. Make sure that y'all like and subscribe and share with your friends and help me, help me, help me stay non-sober. So let's keep on getting in, man. We love the comments. We like the, we love for, you know, all that stuff helps us grow and it helps us to grow into what we're truly trying to do because we think that we want to sit up here and clock in for somebody and be at the mercy of everything else that everybody, you know, that people have to go through. Absolutely not. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Do You Hear Me? Mm-hmm. With Unico Williams. I holla. <laughs>